conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals from all over the world, welcome back to the one and only Conscious Couples Podcast for episode number 46, Are You Unintentionally Tuning Out Your Partner? We've all heard those stories about a husband not listening to a wife or a wife not listening to a husband, Mm -hmm. girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, you name it. We've all seen this happen, but Emilia and I want you to understand that it's actually deeper than you think in some cases. Before we jump into this episode, We want to thank Next Level Podcast Solutions for producing this show, audio, video. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. As always, sweetheart, what is your intention for this episode as you have chosen it? Oh, yes, I have chosen this. So for our listeners, my intention for this episode for each one of you is to recognize when that unintentionality is driving in your relationships. A lot of people, when we talk to them around the world, we ask them a simple question. What do you think is the biggest key to relationships that either build or tear down relationships? And time and time again, what we get in terms of feedback is communication. Mm -hmm. And when we look at really the laws of communication, if you will, part of it is making sure that that what you had actually intended to have communicated can land with your partner and that they can receive it. So my intention for each one of our listeners is to really be able to walk away, scroll away, listen away from this episode with 1% more deeper understanding about when you might be unintentionally doing this or when your partner might be unintentionally doing this and have a sense of feeling like you can actually like call this out and find the signs so that you can do this less. So we know a couple, uh, and we'll keep this anonymous always, but the male in this relationship, essentially when he was young, he used to get lectured at by his father. Mm -hmm. His father would come in, lecture, 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 leave, come back, lecture, lecture, lecture. And so he created this sort of response of just tuning out, shutting down. He uses the analogy of like a switch, grabbing the switch and just turning off Mm -hmm. to noises outside, just kind of going into his bubble, so to speak. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. He gets married. He has this great relationship. That same response is still happening. That same trauma response, that same cycle is still happening, which triggers his partner who wants to feel heard. Mm-hmm. And so it's not the typical. So there's two there's two different approaches here. One is the law of familiarity. So you've just been around your partner so much and so often that you've just started to tune them out naturally because you're honestly getting entitled. You're not grateful for them. You're not valuing them like you once did. Imagine the first date, how how intricately you were listening to their goals and their dreams and their their likes and their dislikes versus now 10, 15 years later or two years later, whatever it is. So that's just lack of gratitude and that's just entitlement. You need to, you need to level set yourself and say, okay, I need to like really 
value this, otherwise I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Okay. But it might be this other one where tuning out is actually a trauma response to being yelled at as a kid or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so I'll let you kind of take it from there. Yeah. So a lot of us, you know, I think at the very, very core of relationships and intimate relationships, why they're so special and so unique and why love, we really do believe in listeners of this podcast deeply believe that love should be cherished and protected because ultimately intimate relationships, they have this one specific characteristic that oftentimes the ones that are really beautiful and really inspiring to many people have this core root at the, at ultimately when you tear away everything, this, they have the ability to really listen to one another. And like, if you were to compare them with other couples, it's, there's very few times where they're tuning out their partners. Why? Because at the very core of each human being is a deep desire, deep need to feel heard, to feel understood, to feel valued, to feel appreciated, and to feel respected. And those deep core needs really come in when you are creating a space to use your voice. And when you're using your voice and sharing that in an intimate relationship, it's really hitting on those needs. Do you, do you love me to hear what I have to say? Do you love what I do have to say? And are you willing to sit in the discomfort of whatever that mess might be? And a lot of relationships don't create that space, especially over time, to your point, babe, of there's so many things said in the relationship. So you, so you desensitize over time, you kind of start to tune out the partner. And maybe that is because of the law of familiarity. Maybe you do think that your partner, you know, respects and loves you so much that, you know, they just can finish each other's sentence and they can fill in the blanks for you. When in all reality, we don't recognize and so many couples don't recognize and this becomes their downfall of how much that assuming that you know what your partner wants, assuming that you know what your partner needs, assuming you know what deep core need needs to be expressed through their voice and through act actively listening what you're unintentionally tuning out, right? So that's one thing. That's the entitlement piece. Can but I give a quick example of that? Yeah. All right. So I went to Toronto. I went on a trip with Kevin probably a couple months ago now. We went to Milwaukee and then we went to Toronto. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big city goer, so I'm very rarely in the city. We got a high rise in the city. I think it was like 30 floor, uh, 30 floor, 31 floors up. Mm -hmm. And you in the city you hear ambulances constantly you hear sirens you hear, the noise pollution is very very high right. toronto has 2.7 million people in it so it's a huge city mm -hmm. and at the beginning it was like very hard to tune that out it was very obnoxious quite frankly i was right. trying to get work done i couldn't think I, sirens normally in our neighborhood we have a very quiet neighborhood that would be something of concern potentially right but in the city it's just constantly going constantly going 24/7 365 and but by the end of the trip, though, I wasn't even noticing it. Mm -hmm. I, it was tuned out. And I'm sure that that wouldn't be the case if I was down on the street right next to the sirens. But that's kind of what happens is you acclimate to the other person's voice and you eventually start to tune them out if you don't deem it as important. Yeah. So you have to proactively fight against that law of familiarity. I wasn't familiar with sirens and city. And then all of a sudden I start to acclimate. Now all of a sudden it becomes normal. Mm -hmm. And I think unfortunately that becomes the downfall of the relationship because you eventually start to tune out your partner just like I was tuning out the sirens. Right. But what if 
something's really wrong or they really want to be heard. They always do. And so that is kind of a good analogy, I think, to explain that. Yeah. Thanks for that. So, and also because what's, what's really important is, um, how the brain is working in this instance, if you're not dying as a result of whatever sound your partner is making, then it's going to start to feel that sense of safety, right? That security blanket of whatever is happening here, because I'm not going to die from it. Like it's good. So I can kind of increase that boundary of like what I can tune out. Right. And that's where things get tricky. So the second scenario that you had mentioned where we have someone that we do know and they have kind of like that switch mentality where they're unintentionally tuning out their partner and they really don't mean to, and they might feel like they have a like zero sense of control. This we also find happens in a lot of partnerships where that also becomes the downfall of, and ultimately the growing apart of a relationship where again, that core need to be heard, to feel loved in the voice and what one has to say isn't being met, right? So this couple, in essence, one of the partners has come to this individual or her her partner and really wanted to like share some things, really wanted to share in things with her partner. And in that scenario, the brain was activated in this other partner to say, I'm being talked at right now. This isn't a mutual conversation. This isn't something that um, she's interested in hearing my perspective on. She isn't really like, so the brain's kind of going through all of this reaction of essentially communicating to the partner, tune them out, right? Hence the switch. So this partner goes into their own little bubble and unintentionally starts to tune out their partner, not because the partner was doing anything wrong, or not wanting to hear the other person's perspective. As a matter of fact, this one scenario was quite the opposite. She was very interested in hearing and craving her partner's perspective, but the brain recognized it from a very traumatic experience when he was younger. And this is the thing. A lot of us bring in, for lack of better words, the baggage of our childhood, of our trauma, of our social um, um, challenges that we've had growing up, whether or not we want to. And I think that in many ways, a lot of couples don't really recognize when those are being brought in in the conversations that could be really deep connection points for each other. And so, excuse me, this unintentionality of tuning his partner out actually created a lot of rifts and created a lot of deep feeling of um, disconnect. Because and then that triggered her trauma response of not being listened to, not being heard, yeah. not being valued, which happened in her childhood. Yes. And so it creates this really, really toxic cycle mm-hmm. that is not good for their relationship. Right. So the stress response gets activated. And again, going back to that core need, if we don't feel as kids like we have been heard, that we have been understood, that we have been loved in in whatever way in which we use our voice, and sometimes even that makes like that means sitting in the silence, we unintentionally might start to tune out again. This is because the brain is starting to take over and say, oh, This is not safe here. Remember back when you were a kid, mom, dad used to talk at us, meaning there was no two-way conversation. The brain remembers that and it brings it in sometimes when the scenario might look the same, but actually isn't. And so unintentionally tuning your partner out can be, yes, the law of familiarity, but this is what we often find too with couples where the, the brain remembers a traumatic experience and it brings it into the relationship and 
unfortunately, unintentionally um, triggers the brain and tunes out the partner. Hey everyone, we're Mike and Jesse, and we just wanted to give a quick shout out to Alan and Amelia from the Gauntious Couples Podcast. Mike and I have been listeners of the show for a little while, and we decided we wanted to take it one step further and try out couples coaching. In the beginning, we were a little hesitant because we didn't really know how we would be supported through this journey, but Amelia and Alan quickly blew us away during our free 30-minute call where they were able to listen to us, hear our needs, hear our goals, and to just drive to five and find common ground, and we are so excited to jump in every single month with them to continue on our journey. So thank you guys so, so much. All the love. If you haven't tuned in, 10 out of 10 recommend. And that's where the antidote for all of this, for when you do feel as though you're tuning your partner out and you really don't mean to, and sometimes you might not feel like you have control over it, right? This person in particular, we were so proud of him because he identified it's like the switch. I'm starting to tune out. I'm starting to disassociate, right? What a lot of couples struggle to do in these instances is number one, self-identify and communicate that to your partner of like, Hey babe, right now, I realize that I'm st- the switch is coming in. I realize that I'm starting to disassociate. I realize that I don't mean to, but I'm starting to not really hear the words that you're saying. And it's not because of you, but it's because of what's happening inside of me. It's because of what my brain is starting to do. It's starting to feel triggered. And that's where the stress response is kicking in. And a lot of us struggle with a self-awareness component. And because we don't voice this to our partner, it triggers to what you had said, our, our other partner, where they start to think that maybe this partner isn't listening to me. So then it's just a cross trigger back and forth firing of experiences that really at the end of the day, it's because maybe one cycle of one partner and expressing that self-awareness, getting vulnerable instead of just shielding up, which is what a, a lot of us do. We continuously grow apart and we don't know why. And we don't ever come to a resolution. We don't ever talk about it because it feels like crap. And then we wonder why five years later, you know, 10 years later, why the partnerships have grown so far apart that we don't even know each other anymore. Right. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, yeah, like I've been there and I don't want to continuously go there. And maybe you're someone who struggles with this. Number one is self-awareness. The antidote is self-awareness. If you recognize that you are starting to go into a disassociative state. So you kind of feel like your switch might be coming in and you're unintentionally tuning your partner out. Or maybe it feels like your partner's talking at you and you're just like, I am so overwhelmed. I'm triggered. Those are some words that you can use. If right now at this very moment, you do not feel as though your self-awareness is at, at that, I would say level, One proactive approach that Alan and I have implemented in our relationship that's been really helpful is to give each other permission in advance. Babe, when you notice me unintentionally tuning you out, please do call it out. So babe, I know that I've unintentionally tuned you out and started to disassociate in our relationship. What are some signs that you've seen in our relationship where you've kind of called that out in a loving way? Uh, usually it's when I know you're triggered and, uh, so your face, your face will get a little bit red Mm -hmm. and you'll kind of freeze up and Mm -hmm. it'll almost be like you're processing in your head, but you're not here with me. You're just not very present. What do my eyes do? Um, have you noticed? No, not necessarily. I think that what I've noticed is I start to kind of like come back, come to you, but then start to drift away. 
and like maybe like a gaze or stare just over the shoulder or something else. That's something that I've seen in partners when they are tuning each other out. There's like a blank stare and they don't mean to and they don't recognize it, but that's what's kind of happening. The eyes are a great gateway into when that's unintentionally happening. So one thing I want to bring all of our listeners to, when we say trigger, I just want to make this as simple as possible. We all have these habits, these automatic responses that happen in certain scenarios. Mm -hmm. So you walk into a dark room, what's the first thing you do? You look for a light switch. Mm -hmm. And then you immediately in the dark room, you look for a light switch. You assume the light switch is going to work, right? Arm, (laughs) swipe switch up. Okay, lights on. Okay, great. That's kind of what happens with the brain. You walk into a dark room, you automatically look look for a light switch. Just like the alarm goes off, I automatically shut it off and say it's time to get up. Um, Just joking. (laughs) But that's kind of what a trigger is. And so when the brain picks up on these scenarios as the same as a past experience, it goes into autopilot of its old response. And that's what you mean by a triggered response. And yeah, so recognizing when that's happening and breaking the pattern is really everything. Mm -hmm. And so I'll notice Emilia will get a little bit flushed. She'll get quiet. She'll say, I'm processing. That's usually your go-to is I'm just processing or I'm Mm -hmm. disassociating or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if this happens to me as much, I don't think that's my trauma response. Mm-mm. My trauma response, I think, is expression, typically. Yes. Okay. Vulnerable expression. Mine is fawning. Really okay, thank that. you. Fawning or yeah. vulnerable expression or both. Yep. Um, and we'll get into that as a different episode. Mm-hmm. But that's the timer. And so just to sum up here. Okay, first and foremost, are you, which of those two are you? Are you entitled and not grateful and just tuning them out through the law of familiarity like the sirens in the city? Yeah. Or are you triggered and you used to be talked at and you're shutting down like the the switch just, mm-hmm. okay, I'm shutting off, shutting down. And then what can you do to self-identify and talk to your partner in advance? Listen, when you see this happening, let's be on a team. You can call it out and maybe you can have a sort of word like trigger or um, Emilia and I use stinger for any time we accidentally were to say something unkind to one another. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, that was a stinger. Mm-hmm. So we have these labels to call things out. Disassociate could be one of them, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and then anything else, love? I was just going to say also something like to that, that when you're unintentionally tuning the partner out, but you, you're not entitled and you don't really feel like you register with that bucket, there might be some some people in this podcast episode that might feel so overwhelmed in their in their life and maybe they just went through a really like challenging day and they want to be present for their partner but they're unintentionally tuning their partner out because they're they're not ready to emotionally be present because they're still processing through their day mm-hmm. or maybe they're super overwhelmed it's still this the same thing applies having that proactive vulnerable communication when you are in that of state. i'm overwhelmed yeah i'm sorry this has nothing to do with you yep just i need a minute yeah right. that's really really important and that can go a long way in your relationship but not as an excuse though no and that's the thing that's important is like you're not saying i remember i had a past partner who i would say those things like yeah. i had a really long day they would think that was an excuse right it's like no i'm not making an excuse i'm trying to make you aware like i'm having a hard time here and you're letting your partner in that's right. the vulnerable expression in that and that's a really important component again it's like okay well we want to be a team we want to grow together sometimes that requires kind of sitting in that discomfort of like maybe not making progress conversationally, maybe just sitting in what your partner needs at that moment, which might just me need an ear, might just need a heart to lean into, right? It just might need to be with one another. And I think that, 
again, communication sometimes isn't always just talking. Sometimes that is just being there with your partner when they might be in a triggered state and holding space and creating space and knowing that they can be safe in that as well. And that's something that you've done tremendously for me, love. And I'm so grateful for that. And I know not everyone has that. And I think that um, if I could give that gift to the world, that would definitely be one thing. So yeah, that's all I have. Thank you, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing before we go here, Emilia and I were walking, Tucker, this is probably last week, mm-hmm. and you got triggered in the conversation because we you reached threshold of overwhelm. I was talking to you oh, about yeah. a training or business, and then all of a sudden you were like, all right, wait, 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 like yeah. too much. Like, I think I'm triggered. Like, can we just be, mm-hmm. can we just be present? I need and not, to be present. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do any more. I don't want to talk about anything more future oriented. I think that was yes. what you said is no more future right now. Yeah. I just want to be present. So that, again, she let me in. And it's not like you're upset with me. Mm-mm. You just wanted to let me in vulnerably. So yeah, we're getting better at this. Really, really good. <laughs> Work in progress always. Always. Okay. So we have relationship talks, virtual events every single month, all the months, mm-hmm. always, every month, all the time, month to month. <laughs> I just want to see how many times I could say month. Okay. <laughs> relationship talks, virtual events you. every month. Number 19 mm-hmm. is understanding you and your partner's attachment styles. There's several different attachment styles and understanding this is going to help you tremendously get along, communicate more effectively, not fight, recognize when you're fighting so you can break the cycle, all of those things. They are private. They are behind the scenes. You will meet our conscious couples community and conscious singles community. They're honestly so, so, so awesome. We have them every month in case you didn't hear. Yeah. All the month. months, every month. <laughs> um, please join. The registration link will be in the show notes. Yeah. And also speaking of private, speaking of community, right relationships people who believe that love should be protected you're someone that's listening to the show you probably want to have more conversations around that and you probably to some capacity need a safe space where you can talk all things relationship Alan and I make sure that every single Saturday we allocate 30 minutes on our calendar to meet our amazing community members, including you, the listener. And we want to be able to hear more about your life, more about what you're struggling in and be that safe space for you to just completely be vulnerable. Say, for example, you're struggling in this arena, right? You don't mean to, but you're unintentionally tuning your partner out and you can tell that it's starting to kind of create that little riff in your relationship that you want to work through. Alan and I will sit down with you 30 minutes, completely free zoom virtual so that you can have and, and just kind of have that, you know, space to not only have that conversation, but have it feel like you're having a conversation with a friend who's been there, who's done that. We coach people all over the world and this is completely free. So take advantage of that. We can't wait to meet you. And trust me, like it's so it's been so cool to meet community members and listeners from the show who've taken advantage of that and have their life completely transform as a result of that 30 minutes. So the link will also be in the show notes for you if you believe that love should be protected and you want that safe space. We can't wait to meet you. Click the links in the show notes. And as always, it's not about you or me. It's about the, the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is Lazarus 88 Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.